This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, sure foot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, kissing Trisses and popping poison. Ooh. <laughs> and of course, Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togo V, number one Cran fan. <laughs> nice. Cran yes, is back, baby. Cran's you back. all asked for it, <laughs> and she's back. Wish uh-huh. fulfillment. Uh-huh. The fans demanded Cran. <laughs> Did anyone think that the girl who once said, I was in a bag, would be back? (laughs) As a fucking badass, too. As a bag ass. Someone, did anyone. Calmore is so jealous. (laughs) Did anyone think that the person who said, I was in a bag, could one day give you guys a pretty good fight? I think that that's uh, a hope that I hold for all of my NPCs. In the hyperbolic chamber, though. So she's like getting really good workouts compared to us that's true okay guys let's do a little recap so last week you guys continued dealing with the trickery on the mountain of the free fairy you came upon a little fairy farmer named pixel who was extremely upset that you were on his property you then stole lollipops from him and broke his alarm system then made your way to a cabin in the woods where the bear prince's potential assassin dwelt the cabin turned out to be a front and you only reached the assassin's true lair when you solved a puzzle in the garden that saw Moonshine eat several poison berries. <laughs> True puzzling <laughs> intuition. <laughs> we were eating the berries after the after we went in, too. Oh, man. I pocketed some. I was like, this is a treat. Save it for later. probably very spicy. So. <laughs> kind of Moonshine style. I grew a bunch of big lollipops for that pixel fairy. <laughs> so, like, it was a win-win. Sure. True. I'm sure he's grateful. Mm. Once inside, you were attacked by a little monster hunter who threw smoke bombs and used traps. You weren't convinced that this monster hunter was a bad guy, so Beverly acted on a hunch and began reciting the Green Teen's Creed, prompting the assassin to join in. You found out that the monster hunter was actually Cran. 
Now about 40 years old, a year has passed in the Wild for every day you spent in the mortal realm, and the green teens of yore have grown to be fully-fledged green knights. However, Cran informed you that most of the green knights and the new generation of green teens are currently frozen by a curse in the Court of Summer, which froze over when King Lestiborn left Queen Cirilla for the Unseelie and her heart had turned to ice. Cran also told you that she and Durlin had gotten married and had Ooh. kids. The family had fled the summer court when the curse took place and hidden in spring only for Durlin to be kidnapped by the bear prince and turned into a honey goblin. You also found out that Bev's dad was not cursed, but had separated from Durlin and Cran to track King Lestiborn to the unseely court and find out what was really going on. And that's where we are now. Mm. So you guys are in Cran's hideout. Cran's Bat Cave, as Caldwell called it off right. mic. Cran's Cave. Cran's Cave. <laughs> Cran Cave. The Cran Cave. Uh, she's sitting on the edge of her bed. Uh, there's a little fire in the, the corner. The bed she shares with Durlin. Mm. Once shared. Once shared. Once shared. And we, oh. and we have not asked about her children yet, right? No, you don't, okay. you don't know where her children are right now. Got it. But she says, if we're going to be fighting Faye, you guys are going to need iron. Can I maybe just add that iron to my sweet Rosaline? She's so powerful, and she just hates to be put aside. Yeah, where did you find so much iron in the Feywild? They really seem to hate it here. When you're fighting higher-ranked people in the Seely or the Unseely court, uh, it's going to be difficult without iron. So even though the Seely don't like to be around it, as knights of the Summer Court, we were given iron. I see. Yeah. Uh but I actually have a workaround. If you guys are attached to your current weapons, I can help you out. Perfect. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm never letting go of this hammer again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She walks over and she inspects your hammer. I don't know where you got this thing, but uh, this has plenty iron in it. Oh yeah, I figured. I'm good here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's just a thin coating of gold. It's actually really cheap. Oh no, this is the replica. (laughs) (laughs) You have Bastion's hammer. No! Um, but yeah, you, hard one, you have like this master crafted hammer that was blessed by the gods. It has some iron in it. It will be effective against the Fae. Cool. But you see, she, she pulls off a necklace that she's wearing, um, that has an iron pendant on it. Uh, it's got this sunburst, uh, that looks slightly different than the symbol of Pelor. Uh, and she looks at you guys and she goes, all of the green knights, uh, of the summer court wore them. They give off a magic aura that will enchant your weapons, so they'll have the same effect as iron. Uh, so she takes her necklace off, and she gives it to Beverly. Oh, thank you. You sure you don't need this? I've got plenty of iron right here. Okay, yeah. Uh, you see, she, like, taps. She's got, like... <laughs> I knock on her helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, got iron like armor. She's... Yeah. So some women like gold, some like silver. No iron deficiency here. <laughs> no, sir. Not on your period. <laughs> uh, and then she says, as for the rest of you, she looks at um, Balnor and Moonshine. She goes, I suppose they won't be needing it anytime soon. Uh, She walks over to this little door, this little closet. She opens it, and inside are two frozen halfling twins, still as statues. Their skin is blue. They're covered in a thick frost. They look to be around Beverly's age, maybe a year or two younger. One is a boy with braces, acne, and a little beret. He looks like a little green teen. 
Uh, the girl has braces, freckles, and the same curly hair that Cran had as a kid, uh, but it's frozen solid. They're holding each other, and they look frightened. And you see Cran, with a shaky hand, uh, reaches out, um, grabs their necklaces, and pulls them off. Uh, I'm so sorry. Me, me as well. Uh, they, they're, they're cute kids, though, Cran. <laughs> they really are. I mean, honestly, if we were here and they were running around, we wouldn't even get a chance to appreciate how cute they are. We'd just be a whirlwind of energy. I pinch a little frozen cheek. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yeah. We're going to get them back. Yeah. These little nightmares are going to be running around your, you know, ankles. Oh, I yeah. hope Mo- so. And Moonshine and I could use some new scouts, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, she, she like, holds back some tears, and she's like, I would love for them to meet you. Oh. We're going to make that happen. Is there nothing we can do? Not until we break the curse that's taken tried? Queen Cirilla. Have you tried the produce flame cantrip? <laughs> It seems crazy that a cantrip could reverse. Believe such... it or not, I've I've tried using turning fire. turning the thermostat up to like eighty. Yeah. yeah. Yes. More. No. I've gotten it. Yes. I've I've taken them out in the sun. Believe me. I've hot I've, cocoa. Hot cocoa. I've tried blankets. I've tried uh, moonbeams. I've tried all, all right. things. I, I just was... had to check your bases before we went on this adventure. If it was something that could be easily adverted. No. Uh, the only plus side to it is that they're safe during all of this is I can keep an eye on them. Ain't that a beautiful slice of optimism? Yeah. Silver lining. Yeah. Yes. My children Iron are lining. frozen. Iron lining. <laughs> Iron lining. <laughs> um, yeah, when we split from Beverly Senior, uh, the goal was for Derlin and I to come up here and protect them until he figured out what was going on and then we would meet up again so that we could save the rest yeah. of the green teens and the green knights. But unfortunately, Derlin has been taken by the Bear Prince. But... What the, what's what's yeah. the deal with the Bear Prince? What? I thought he yeah. was like some kind of amateur DJ, but yeah. sounds like he uh, in, enslaved your husband. When we first got here, we were living in the Bear Prince's territory, so we made an alliance. Technically, he's Sealy Fay, so we thought we could trust him. Once we found out that his followers were prisoners, Durlin confronted him, and he was turned into a honey goblin. I had to move out here to protect the kids. There are a lot of fey tricks. You have to be careful what you say around these people. And Durlin. what you eat, right? Mm, yeah. Durlin always was a trusting soul. I brought a bunch of Tupperware with food for us. That's good. There is yeah. a lot of good food here, though, so yeah. you should really... It's okay. We meal prepped. Yeah, good. We've yeah. got like just 30 pounds of spaghetti. Yeah, Once we defer- What's better than this? A hard one sucks the brown part out of a crop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all haven't changed a bit. And it's so, honestly very good to see you. Cran, what's step one? How do we, how do we get we him go back? Get your man? We kill this goddamn false prince. We free the honey goblins and the dryads. Ah, yes. The We're going dryad. to rescue your girlfriend, Moonshine. I know. I got to find out if Tris loves me even when she's not under a spell. She loves me for me. <laughs> <laughs> not because she's under Feywild magic. <laughs> I think that's step one. Um, right. We won't be safe until we get rid of the bear prince and help Derlin for, you know, Selfish reasons, but... What corrupted this bear prince's heart? Y'all have any idea? Or is he just a rotten little... The, he just loves honey. This world is 
<laughs> he does Winnie, love honey. Winnie the Pooh's evil. Uh, you guys know that. Right? Gnomes and bears. <laughs> Yogi Bear. Evil. Gnomes and honey suckers. You, you <laughs> don't do anything for the fucking sweet stuff. <laughs> you you can't. You can't quite assign good and evil labels to the Fae. I think that. I think that. Uh, uh, stealing the free will of others for, to serve as yourself is an is an evil. Certainly, yeah, there's a lot of. I think it's easy to put that under evil category. There are less people in the Fey Wild who just want to destroy things for the sake of destroying them, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people who do things to serve their own vanity. As far as the Bear Prince's motives, he's a vain douchebag who pretends to reject the fae courts, but really he just wants everyone to worship him instead of the kings and the queens. Sure. Well, yeah, we can slap a big post-it note with the word bad on the grizzly prince. Let's yeah, let's go get him. So. I yeah, I think so. Well, we need to kill him to break the curse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, for slapping him with my hammer instead of the note. That sounds good. Yeah, hard Hell one. Yeah. Hard one loves killing critters, so yeah. this should be no problem for him. I slayed a dragon. I remember you killing no, a lot. I slayed a dragon. You killed That's, a dragon. Yep. <laughs> Hell so yeah. The, yeah. All by yourself. Yeah. All by you my, did well, the finishing blow? I did the finishing blow in my goddamn conscious? sleep. You no, con- I was not. You were not. I was out. I uh, woke up and I just was on autopilot. I I, you think. know what? That, that reminds, described the whole thing to he, me. He took a lot of Ambien and just did it in his sleep. That reminds me of when Erlen cast lay hands on you and you beat the Bullywug King. That's right. That was one of the greatest <laughs> battles I've ever seen. Well, you should see Harwan against uh, horses. Uh, okay, Moonshine. He kills a lot hey, of horses. Moonshine. He's great. Moonshine. Let's let's all. I think we all need our rest. Mammoths. Uh, just any kind of elephant, really. Yeah. If it's on four uh, legs, indirectly killed a ram. <laughs> let's all get some sleep. <laughs> Ryan is fine. Uh, and she goes, "Sorry that we had that little fight earlier. How's everybody feeling? Do we think we could just..." Hang out and patch up our wounds for a second and get going, or do you guys need to rest? Uh, short rest would probably serve my needs. Same. Yeah. Uh, you see, while you guys are taking a short rest, you guys are uh, starting to bandage up your wounds and stuff. Uh, Cran turns to you, Beverly, and goes, "You know the the only green teens that didn't come to the Fey Wild with us were Erlen and Egwene. How are they? Are they okay? They're Did good. They survive the Galateron War. They made it out with my with my mom and Nana Kindleaf. They're they're over in in Hillholm now." Oh, good. I've sent some letters to them, but I, I haven't heard from them in a while. So, honestly, my emotions are kind of torn into a lot of uh, different places these days. Uh, we've been kind of all over. We really haven't had a, a second to ourselves, but I hope they're okay. But seeing you and knowing that my dad's okay, that that really makes things a lot better. Did you guys ever actually get together? Because I... Me and Dirk oh yeah, oh yeah. It. We yeah. we smooched, we Frenched oh, big time. Good. That was good. actually. This is so funny. You're gonna find this so funny. Yeah. Uh, Thirty years of tragedy, notwithstanding. Uh huh. That was how we sent you to the Feywild. Really? Yeah. The power of love, in fact. That was so scary. We were just in a chapel, people beating down the doors. Uh huh. Your oh, dad was. Oh yeah. Y'all didn't even know. We did a whole ritual for y'all. Mm-hmm. You helped us. Oh yeah. That was yeah. Beth's yeah. second kiss, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, that was the one. I saw the first one. He was pretty good. Second one, yeah. he was a pro. Yeah, second. Haven't kissed since. First one was a peck. Second one was a smooch. <laughs> Would love to kiss again. Well, we we owe you our lives. Thank you for, you know, several reasons. Well, you know, your lives are the payment we need for yeah. saving your life. Yeah, all our problems seem so small in comparison to what y'all have been through. 
I I think the mortal realm is in just as much trouble as the fey realm. Yeah, I was but... gonna say, I think we've faced some pretty ugly uh, situations that are similarly Things died. were honestly pretty good here for a while. Yeah, you got some uh, some fully grown kids running around. Yeah. yeah. Or half grown killed kids. Yeah, there's a whole another generation of green teens and green knights that are ready to fight at your sides. Well, we need him for sure. Yeah. We've got, I don't know if you heard, we, we rescued Ulfgar and he's leading the, the dwarves, but Galateron uh, yeah. has fallen to Theala, so a war is coming for sure. Not to mention uh, the son of uh, son of the devil, Akarat, is uh, making, a, making a play for power as well. So there's, there's competing factions huh. in the mortal realm. It's they're about they're Theala. all pretty bad. Yeah, it's all, it's rough up there. Everybody was swinging at the horses, so. <laughs> I think it's important to remember. But no, like, not a everyone lot of focus was critting on, on them. Yeah. You should take solace. So in what that. do we have to do? We gotta <laughs> <laughs> just real quick. Also, the... this is our friend Balnor. He came from a deck of oh. cards. Hey, how's it going? I'm also a halfling. How are you? Do you know me? Are you my mom? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not your mom. Uh, hi, Balnor. It's nice what do you to know you. about the assassination of the Archduke? <laughs> I doesn't seem like something that would come up. In this world or the mortal plane. Or okay. Really, seems like more of a you thing, mm. really. Beverly has a list called Balnor's Mom, and he checks Cran <laughs> off of it. <laughs> Balnor Theories is the name of Beverly's list. Okay, just, just confirming. Uh, the tea is ready, by the way. Does anyone want some? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll take some. I spike it. <laughs> I spike the kettle, so it spikes it for everyone. <laughs> Very nice. Fair enough, yeah. It's a short and rest. I spiked my and I spiked my cup, so I'm double. <laughs> oh, double uh, cup love! Before we head out, I, I picked up some of these in the mountain of the Free Fay, uh, and I hold up one of the giant lollipops. Do you know oh. what? Do you know anything about these? Oh, there was a weird little critter that was just fully don't eat that. Okay, hard yeah. one what? is just about to put it in his mouth. <laughs> uh, Crane grabs it and like tosses it in the fire. <laughs> Because I thought that'd be fun to swizzle in the tea, mm. but no. Yeah, so the fairies don't actually need to eat. They're immortal because of their food, so it makes them younger. Mm. Ah. So if uh, young Beverly, for instance, were to just start eating lollipops, he might just die. Oh, cool. As Become he like zero age, years like... old. Yeah. Oh, it's just like... He'll shrink into existence. Yeah. Oh, I got one you. little lick if you like had a party that night and you wanted that youthful glow. Yeah, if you just <laughs> want to get rid of your crow's feet. You know what? Just don't steal food from people here in general. Okay. Won't yeah, do it. I would destroy fair. those lollipops. Well, you tossed mine in the fire, so you yeah. did destroy the lollipop. Good. I, yeah. You know what? Scoutmaster Hardwood, I'm actually like 14 years older than you now, so... Uh, <laughs> If anything, I'm the scoutmaster. <laughs> Whoa, Cran. I, I love it. <laughs> I salute Cran. <laughs> she gets teary-eyed. She salutes you back. Pop pop pops out of my bib and salutes Rawr. also. Puts up his little claws. <laughs> We're all saluting yeah. for a while. <laughs> Moonshine, how you feeling? I'm good. Yeah. You oh, and um, Cran does give, um, she gives you guys Beverlyn and Moon One's um, necklaces. Mm-hmm. So you guys have these iron pendants. Uh, Balnor and Moonshine. Cool. Does it, does it look like I could put the amulet of Pelor, like, mount it into the iron pendant to create a super pendant? 
Yeah. All right, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I take some uh, some sticks and leaves and wrap them around the necklace so as to make it a little more my style? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The This is... Just this take is... some vines and really wrap it up. Yes, this I, was... I hang a crawfish exoskeleton <laughs> on it. This was given to uh, Cran by the Fey Court, so this is much more stylish than a Pelor amulet. This is sort well, of... Well, okay. <laughs> Beverly, you're That's able... a little basic, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly, I like it. It's you're timeless. Able, you're able to do like a little spell. Um, you kind of hold your hand up, uh, put out some like arcane energy and pray to Pelor. Um, you hold your amulet over the fire and you're able to combine the two. Um, and you see the one sun kind of uh, dissolves into the other one. And me, I'm just weaving. I'm just like doing some weaving of uh, vines and crawfish exoskeletons. Cool. <laughs> I, I help hard one uh, weave his into his beard. I don't have a necklace. Yeah, he doesn't need it. He's got an iron. Oh, unless you're just talking about weaving a crawfish skeleton into my beard, (laughs) which I am fine with. In which case, there's already one in there. It's like a gag thing that you like part your beard and show the exoskeleton. (laughs) I tried to use that on Tris. (laughs) Did not work. It doesn't seem like this is helping the beard, but okay. Oh, I'm, I look at, uh, I know we're spending a lot of time, but I do look at Cran's feet and I say, your, your tattoos are all out of array. Do you want me to help you repaint those? Huh. It's been so long since I've been a city halfling. Yeah, please. All right. Uh, I squeeze some of the crawfish out of Hard One's beard into a little jar. <laughs> and you make a paste in the yeah. crawfish Muddle paste. Muddle it up and paste it up. <laughs> uh, and you toggled Cran up. Nice. Ooh, toggle me up while we're at it. We're going into battle. Okay, absolutely. What kind of pattern would you like? Uh, obviously vines and sticks, please. All right. And perhaps some mushrooms. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. Beverly goes ahead and gives you guys pedicures. Can I get like an amazing face mat, like face tattoo, henna tattoo that's like all mushrooms? Yeah, absolutely. I just grab some mushrooms from your head and then I like grind them into a face mask. Oh my goodness. I feel like my true self. Who knew I'd come to the Fey and find me? You see, Cran is, Eat you know, Fae love. she's, she's, very, <laughs> Eat Fey Love. You guys are really doing some self care. Um, you see Cran genuinely seems very happy to have other people around. She's very clearly just been living by herself with like her frozen children in a closet for a oh, long time. Um, and she, yeah, she just seems um, very happy and excited to have you guys around. Um, she gets in on the um, on the pedicure party. Yeah. Uh, she paints hard one's nails. Let's turn this pity party into a petty party. Eh? 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 Very nice. Thank you. I know we've been here for a minute, but I do want to ask Cran one more question. What is the deal with the free fae? They just don't ally themselves with the unseely or the seely? Right, yeah. Okay, so that's as simple as that. Simple as that. Same thing as the the bear prince. They're not aligned with the bear prince, but... Thank you much. How's Uncle Duck doing? Frozen? Uncle Duck is frozen, yeah. Okay, cool. One frozen He's alive, yeah. We have a lame duck on our hands, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well... Add it to the pile. Add yeah. it to the problem him and, pile. Him and your dad are like 90 years old. 90? Yeah, they're old as hell. I guess that's true. It's been, what, 30 years? Oh, no. Or Save I guess a lollipop for your dad. I guess they're more dad. like 75 can... or 80, yeah. Yeah, but he's a halfling, so he's, you know. Yeah, he's fine. He's got a, another 100 years. But what if we gave years. him... What if we get... Oh, he's got another 100 years? Or so, yeah. Just a lick of the lollipop. Please a Just lick a of the lollipop lick. for him so he can come back and You be... know, but then he might end up in service of some... One of these weird pixies. Okay. Fair enough. True. You know, you don't want anyone else to become a honey goblin. We are. Yeah. All right. 
tell you what, can we go uh, kick this bear prince's ass yet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I right. fully, I've been waiting like six months to do this. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. All, right. okay. All of our nails are painted I'm now, so, so we can glad. definitely do so, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our war paint on. Y'all, do we want to ambush this motherfucker? I think the best course might be for me to provide a distraction. The honey goblins will sense if their source of honey is in danger. There are these weird bee humanoids that mine the honey for them. Oh, and we heard them buzz. Yes, okay, yeah, they're scary. Have you seen them yet? No, Didn't take just a look. Heard them, no. You know, see them, don't fight them. They're very scary. But um, they're not in service. They're not. Uh, yeah, they're totally in service to the bear. Oh, Melora, we got a goddamn country but to liberate. I can provide a distraction. I can attack their honeycomb that will draw the honey goblins out of the cave and the dryads are too chill to attack you that'll let you guys get to the bear prince alone okay okay are you sure that seems like a lot of pressure on you for this part of the planet we don't want you to get stung yeah yeah do you have a a, a needle do you have an EpiPen with you just in case i do have antidotes i i won't get stung i'm i'm pretty good at this all right all right okay. well we'll trust you you've been at this longer than we have cool should we roll out yeah Let's yeah. do it. Let's go bear hunting. Just one last thing. Do the, the bee the bee people, do they look more like bees or do they look maybe like some sort of like animated bee from a kid's cartoon? Excellent question. So they have like the six jointed insectoid arms. Right. But then they have like human like legs. Okay. But then they're big. They're like our size. They're and like halfling size. By Jerry Seinfeld. No. Okay. No. Popular Elvis. They're not comedian. funny. Oh. Not they funny. just kind of scream and buzz. <laughs> okay. Let out terrifying. horrible sounds. If I were to speak the bee language, would it sound like they were making observational comedy? Though? They are fully <laughs> monsters. <laughs> okay. They are fully monsters. The honey goblins are cursed. Gotcha. Okay. The bees are monsters. Um, Writing that y'all, down. Once we get close and we're about to separate, I want to cast Pass Without Trace on all of us, you included. Great Cran. idea. All right. Appreciate that. So you see, before you guys leave, Cran uh, gets a kind of a very serious look and she sighs and she goes, we should make sure the little ones are looked after because we're not going to be here in the hideout. So we should take the kids mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. Um, she right. walks over to um, the frozen kind of statues of her children and um, Balnor goes, they'll be safe with me. Um, and he goes to like kind of carelessly put them in the bag. Oh, and she just, she just fully slaps him in the face. <laughs> Don't got, you dare. Don't you dare. We got car seats in there. It's the bag of holding, okay? They'll be fine in there. They don't have to breathe, right? They don't have to breathe. No, I, I suppose yeah, they're yeah, not breathing. They, hey, on an upside, if they uh, weren't frozen right now, they'd probably be putting up a stink about being put in a bag, so... Yeah, nobody likes being in the bag. You know, there's... That's true. Belmore you know, doesn't mind being in the bag. I don't mind it at all. I kind of like true. it. true, yeah. It's a second home. Um, uh, you see Cran laughs, and she goes, I was in a bag. You guys remember? <laughs> yeah. You guys uh, remember when I was in the back? You were in the back. I laid my hand on her shoulder. Your children are carrying on your legacy. They're carrying on the Cran legacy. <laughs> the Cran and Durlin legacy. They're just like chip of the old block. A hard one puts them in the bag gently. I, I uh, cover them with pillows from Cran's house. And, yeah. Like, around the pillows. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get some duct tape. We're basically like <laughs> as if we're mailing them. Yeah, you guys, are like, you guys are like a moving company that doesn't <laughs> want to get sued. Uh, you would duct you tape. Cell- cellophane instead of tape. Hey, yeah. hey, Cran, remember when we had to keep that egg from cracking for a whole yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. 
hey, it's good having you guys around. I like having you guys back. Although this is going to be terrifying if they suddenly unfreeze and they're no. wrapped up like a... Hey, I know the rules of the bag, okay? I'll feel them moving around. If okay. they start suddenly moving around trying to get out... Yeah, Balnor uh, has a fourth level bag sense. <laughs> yeah, you see Balnor bends the knee to Cran and he goes, there's no one better to watch your kids or your bags. I am a bag dad. <laughs> Why does that sound so weird? Hmm. Hmm. Sounds familiar and yet uh, exotic at the same time. Yeah. Balnor gives a thousand yard stare. <laughs> All right, let's go. So you guys go back through the halls of Cran's hideout, uh, then climb back up the ladder, coming out through the tree ant's mouth and entering her garden. Uh, when you get there, you see Pixel, the fairy uh, that you had got on his property and stole his lollipops. You see mm-hmm. him on the edge of the woods, and he yells to you, Hey, dickheads! I fixed the horn you broke because I'm self-sufficient. Don't blow it. He pulls up the horn and he blows it. <laughs> I throw my it. javelin at him. <laughs> Too late. Oh, no. Uh, it reverberates. It is super loud. Just It lets out this mighty sound that reverberates so much greater than its size. Immediately on the horizon, you see popping up are thousands of fairy guards in teeny breastplates. Most of them have teeny bows, but there is a front line who holds teeny spears. Wow, you called the cops, real impressive. (laughs) Snitch. (laughs) Yeah, this looks like self-sufficiency to me. I pay taxes, I pay their salary. Uh, And you see one guy in the front goes, free fairy, these outsiders wish to take our freedom. Let's kill them and take theirs instead. <laughs> and they all roar. Yeah! Cran, really, any ideas? I feel and like Cran none goes, of these guys do their taxes. Cran goes, run, and uh, starts taking off. Yep. Oh, I, I right, book it. I run. Cast Longstrider on all of us. You're nice. going to cast Longstrider? Yeah. Sweet. You cast Longstrider on everybody. Can I pick up a rock and throw it at <laughs> Pixel before I run? Sure, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I want to trip him on the way. Um... There are thousands of them. So here's how this encounter is going to work. You guys are making a mad dash to escape the forest. Normally, rounds only last a couple of seconds. um, But for this condensed chase encounter, um, five full rounds of dashing will lead to a successful escape of the forest. However, the magic forest of the Free Fairy is constantly changing, so you will be encountering five radically different landscapes that you will need to traverse, all while pixie shoot arrows and spear-wielding swarms of fairies make melee attacks. Uh, In each landscape, there will be a lair obstacle, as well as different tricksters who will attempt to latch onto you. Anytime you fail an athletics check on an obstacle, more swarms of pixies and lair tricksters will join and attack you each round. The fastest way out of the forest is to just book it and take damage. However, if you get to a point where you are completely swarmed and have a bunch of guys on you, you can decide to stop for a round and fight. This will intimidate the other fairies from latching onto you and they'll just hang back and fire arrows. You can then take off running again using dash actions. Everybody roll initiative. Shout out to the two crew. Hey, Yikes. but I have a six. 10. 11. Okay, I'm just gonna say for the sake of ease, um, Cran's just running alongside you guys. I'm not even gonna roll for her so you guys don't have to worry about like saving anyone or anything. And Balnor immediately jumps into the back. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to be making athletics checks for NPCs that you guys have to save. Um, so the way that this is going to work is essentially you guys are having to use dash actions each round. So if you want to use a spell, um, you need somebody else to like carry you. And you need to like not do your action. What if it's a bonus action? A bonus action is cool because okay. you're just dashing. Gotcha. Um, so you guys take off into the forest as a cacophony of pixie wings beat behind you. Tiny arrows whiz by your ears. You duck and weave through the forest between little trees. Little toothpicks. <laughs> little toothpicks. As the dirt below you suddenly turns to rock and you see that you're approaching a large fissure in the earth about 25 feet long. It doesn't look too deep, but there are jagged rocks below and it would certainly slow you down. However, there are two vines hanging down from the trees above. You may try to use the vines to get across or make an athletics check to jump and clear 25 feet. Those vines are definitely snakes or something weirder. So hard one, you got the lowest initiative. You are in the back um, on initiative 15. You get shot by archers. Go ahead and roll a d20 and hope to roll low. 12. Okay, you get shot 12 times. Um, there are like a thousand dudes shooting at you, so that's actually pretty good. These guys aren't great <laughs> archers, um, and their arrows are very small and teeny. It's like getting acupuncture. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, just like... Uh, is it opening up your chi? I yeah. lie down and try to find my center. <laughs> lie down and try and... Uh, try and Try and catch the arrows with your meridian points. Yeah, could Harbaugh do a roll to see if this unblocks his uh, chakras? You take 35 damage. That's a lot. <laughs> Let's run away from these chakras guys for sure. Chakras still blocked. Um, Bev, that is your turn. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, you are up at this fissure. Uh, these guys are behind you. None of the guys with spears have caught up to you yet. So if I take an action, they will catch up to us. If you decide to like turn around and attack somebody, I'm going to roll to see how many swarms attach themselves to you. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll just jump across. Uh, do are you gonna do a jump or are you gonna grab the vine? Um, how what how do you calculate jump? Um, I'm gonna make you roll an athletics check. Hmm. Y'all, we're coming back and we're killing this little little motherfucker. Though. Absolutely, oh, yeah. we're like horn. making him eat that. I'm horn. so fucking pissed right yeah. now, All and right. he's absolutely gonna. I'm die. gonna shove the horn up his urethra. <laughs> I that motherfucker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm gonna no, no, and I'll just I'll just try and jump across. Okay, um, go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay, athletics. Oh, I forgot to write down all my new numbers. Fuck. So it was 25 feet. So the athletics check is a DC 25. Okay, well I got 15. Um, you take seven damage um, as you fall into the rocks below. Okay. And from above you. Um, one swarm of poisonous snakes falls out of the trees and attaches themselves to you, like go on you, and they will attack on their turn. So that's what the vine is, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> that is... Called it! Vines were snakes! <laughs> <laughs> yelling it was worth it yeah. from uh, <laughs> impaled on a rock. That is actually the snake's turn. Um, they are going to attack you. They miss. Bev, you fall into this little ditch, uh, get slowed down a little bit, Snakes fall from the trees above. It's terrifying. Like four snakes land on you and they all snap at you, um, but you're able to um, kind of like hold their heads away and just like squirm out of the way. Um, but they're sticking with you. So can I can I toss the snakes at the fey fairies? You cannot because it is not your turn. Um, <laughs> that is Moonshine's okay. turn. Okay, sorry. What's this chasm like? 25 feet. Oh, that's nothing. Okay, I'm gonna... I, I don't know. It seems well, pretty Well, yeah, far. yeah, no, I know, but... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast 
jump on hard one and then jump on his back. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> um, so, so that you triples his jump, so that'll make it a pretty easy. You enchant hard one. All right, so that is hard one's turn. Sweet. Uh, I'm going to fire from the glutes, push off the calves, uh, balls of the feet onto the earth, and just jump really, really high. Sweet. And far. Okay. Across the across the the chasm. Yeah, go ahead and make an athletics check. You have triple jump though, so unless you fail big time. Twenty one. Hard one. You launch across the fissure, make it the full twenty five feet, an extra seven with feet. Moonshine you get like, back. With moonshine. Posterizing these fairies. Were you were you wearing underwear today? No. Okay, because I see that now. Yes. You sail over me. That's right. Okay. I also did not realize that Moonshine casted anything on me. So I <laughs> it's think a, you're it's awesome. It's the classic situation where I don't tell hard one. <laughs> hey, I got the snakes, though. Right. Don't worry about the snakes. <laughs> snakes are taken care of. <laughs> yeah, we look down on Bev and. Yeah, Bev, I can, th- I can try and like thorn whip you up, but I'm assuming you're good. No, I got snake whips, baby. Don't oh worry about God. me. Go, go. Um, so hard Hang one, on to those. Hard one, hard one and Moonshine, you guys make it fully across the way um, without taking any more damage. Beverly, you are in the back. You are slowed down by falling in these rocks. You are able to scramble back up. You All climb right. up the fissure, but go ahead and roll a d4. Okay, and, and roll just a d4. Hard one, a you're D4. gonna have jump for a full minute, so basically this whole run, you're gonna oh, have triple two. jump. Should I okay. jump instead of run? Uh, <laughs> Beverly, two swarms of fairies join yeah. the snakes that are around you, and you just have this little—you have this little nightmare halo of people biting and scratching at you. Um, they are going to take two attacks, um, and they hit on the first attack. Um, that is twelve damage okay. by the first swarm of fairies, and the second one also hits um, for another fourteen damage on Beverly. Ooh. I really thought I liked fairies. <laughs> Peter Pan lied to us. So, you guys all make it to the other side of the fissure. This is round two. Uh, quickly, the rock turns to dirt again, then leaves, and then fresh grass. There is a bit of mist in the air, and you see a colorful glow ahead of you. Red, orange, green, purple, blue, and yellow. You are at the end of a rainbow, oh. and there is a glowing pot of gold there with four leprechauns lounging around it. You can try to interact with the rainbow and or try to steal the pot of gold, or you can avoid it and run through some muddy, uh, tough terrain. If you run through the tough terrain though, you are gonna get more pixie swarms attached to you. That is the archers. Beverly is in the back. Uh, Beverly, go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. Uh, And roll up. Uh, Six. Six, okay, you get hit six times. Sure. Oh. How much damage is that going to be? They're I will. tiny little arrows, but they hurt, Beverly. <laughs> yeah, you are, for every damage I'm giving you, that's you being hit by like three arrows. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting quilled over here. I mean, absolutely porcupine. Yeah. 12 damage. I'm, I'm getting whittled down. <laughs> so, Bev, that is your turn. One more time. There's a pot of gold and then a rainbow exuding out of the pot of gold? Yes. And leprechauns chilling on the pot. And yeah. leprechauns, the uh, leprechauns Don't are- Don't you dare take our pot of gold. This is our pot of gold, you son of a bitch. I'll give you more gold if you attack those pixies. There's like 5,000 gold in here. I minor illusion, a thousand more gold in my hand. Um, You see two of the leprechauns jump off the gold and they go, sweet, give me the gold. <laughs> uh, They run over, they try to take the gold from you. I uh, give it to them and then I kind of press my hand on their hand and I'm like, this is good. We are making a business deal. Uh, and then I pull it back. Uh, 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 not yet. You got to attack those pixies and then you'll get all the gold you want. They attack you. Okay. <laughs> uh, an 18 and a nat 20. Oh no. 
18 does not hit, right? Uh, no, 18 does not hit. Natural 18, oh. uh, mm. plus 6, 24. 19 damage, Oof. 12 more damage. Oh, God. Um, the other two leprechauns will run forward. Crit. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. 15 more damage. Oh, I'm down. Bev goes down. They okay. stab Bev to death. All right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, drop, me, right. okay. drop me and pick up that Beverly. Is, I have a strategy. Um, the uh, Pixies and the Swarm's turn. Jesus Christ. They <laughs> are going to, I guess, run and attach to Hard One. Um, so Hard One, you ha now have a swarm of snakes on you and two swarms of Pixies on you. Okay, got it. Um, and they'll they'll make their attacks. Seven damage from one of the swarms of pixies. Uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. I'll cast a bonus action, healing word on Beverly, and then I'll run. Thank Beverly, you. Beverly, you pop back up. Um, that is Hard One's turn. Um, uh, Bev, while he was knocked out, fell behind. Oh, okay. So how how far ahead of Beverly am I right now? It hasn't been your turn yet, so you're around where he is. You can grab him if you'd like. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go and try to make a deal with the leprechauns. <laughs> uh, all right, so good I, idea. I, I, I'm gonna open. I'll open the bag. Balnor thinks that we have uh, crossed the field, and I will just shove him back in. Okay. And then I put Beverly in the bag. Okay. Hey, Balnor. <laughs> you don't need to put hey. Beverly got... in the bag though, because I'm not on you anymore. So there's no purpose to put him in. Yeah, but I kind of like the idea of Beverly being in the bag, so he can't get up to any more hydrate. Listen, I, I'm in timeout for sure. <laughs> I've been benched. I'm in the penalty box. <laughs> uh, cool. Beverly becomes baggerly. So hard one. You are running. You've got um, this pot of gold and this rainbow or this difficult terrain. Uh, I'm going to go. I I guess I'm going to go difficult terrain because mm. I don't want to be near these fucking leprechauns. Okay. Uh, yeah, they show their colors. Um, so you dodge the leprechauns by not going after their pot of gold. They will not chase you, but you slow down and get... Two more swarms of pixies on you. Great. Can I take a? Can I do an action surge to run extra? You should just like whack as many as you can with your hammer. And yeah. Then run. So I guess yeah. I'll just take a. I'm gonna do like a little tornado move with the hammer and see how many little jerk offs I can kill. Sweet. <laughs> You've got four swarms of pixies and one swarm of snakes on you. Snakes are cool. I'm gonna try to hit the pixies. Okay, go for it. <laughs> That's a nat one. <laughs> Wait, don't you get to re-roll that? Uh, I could use a luck point, and I guess I will. It's not a bad idea. Jesus Christ, I don't know if uh, that is a 15. That hits. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, do I roll damage on these people? Or oh, yeah. Is that, oh, okay, yeah. great. Sorry I died instantly, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. It's all good, Bev. <laughs> I feel like if I had... Live your truth, Bev. I should... 22 damage? I'll talk about it on the short rest. You fully kill one swarm of pixies. Uh, great, and I'll swing the hammer again. Sweet. 26. That hits. 20 damage. You kill a bunch of pixies, um, but one of the swarms is like halved. Sweet. I flip off all of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should massacre these people. Oh, we I'm definitely should. I'm absolutely yeah. coming back to fucking kill this entire fucking <laughs> party of fairies. Why don't we yeah. just put them all in the bag for 10 minutes? Yeah, that's a fucking good idea. Y'all, there's Wait. fucking sticky buns at the bottom of the bag. Line it up. We just, yeah, we toss their big lollipops in there and be like, come and get them. <laughs> so you guys run through the tough terrain. You guys avoid the rainbow. Um, you guys travel through the forest. But I'm running. Do I have to do something to about tough terrain? Yes. Tough terrain means you'll be slowed, and so you will get some pixie swarms on you. Let me roll a d4. Uh, Moonshine, you now have two pixie swarms 
uh, going around you. Instead of piggyback, we should do what's uh, piggy shoulders? What's the other? What's oh, the one where you like fight? Yeah. Yeah. I, like just a really ineffective way to kick screen. <laughs> <laughs> I also think a fireman's carry is really funny because the person's always super lame. <laughs> You should chicken fight so you can be the world's tallest dwarf. Oh, yeah. we should definitely chicken. Maybe fight we should fuckers. do. Maybe we should do chicken because then I could, we can both be attacking. We'll be like a double decker <laughs> yeah. attack. No, wait, you should uh, like chicken into a movie, yeah. but facing backwards. So you are blocking hard one's Ooh. face, but you're able to cast backwards. <laughs> you would just have a mouthful of muff. <laughs> <laughs> the will they, won't they? <laughs> Uh, so the air was misty here. Uh, obviously, uh, the rainbow was created, although it was uh, magical. Um, but you, the air gets even mistier as you guys travel through the woods. Um, and as you guys, as you guys rush through the woods, you hear the sounds of trickling water and giggling. Uh, and as you rush forward to approach it, you see four beautiful sirens having a splash fight. Nah, fuck this. Two mermen and two merwomen. Stunningly cut specimens hmm. with uh, elven beauty from the top up. I'm completely unmoved. Yep. And you see six satyrs nearby are ogling them. Uh, you guys see as you rush up to the streams, uh, the sirens look at you guys and go, <laughs> slow down and hang out for a while, guys. Uh, go ahead and not. give me wisdom saving throws. Right. Is this charming? Yes. Can I, from the bag, uh, I got take... a nat 20. Oh, nice. Nat 20? Yeah, you're cool. <laughs> Uh, I got an eight. You got an eight. Wisdom saving. Don't you think uh, when my nat twenty, I can like grab hard one and like? I got an eighteen. You got an eighteen. You're cool. From the bag, can I take two chunks of tuna sandwich and plug hard one's ears? <laughs> um, on your turn. Yeah, I feel like I should also have advantage because these these folks have no beards and it's <laughs> like so not but it's, into it's it. It's magical. But you, for a second start to slow down to like admire their bodies and wonder what their diets are. You don't even need to necessarily want to fuck them to slow down a little bit. Are you bit. guys keto? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we most, although, you know, we're low fat too, if that makes sense. We just eat fish. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Pescatarian, huh? I never thought of that as a diet. You don't, <laughs> you don't eat carbs, but you also don't eat high fat because you're eating fish. Although yeah. fish are pretty fatty. Like every part, you eat the bones as well. Uh, so as you guys approach this Great stream, skin, uh, Hard One slows down a little bit to um, just for a brief second, looks at their bodies. Uh, go ahead and roll a d20, Hard One. And roll low. Roll low. 12 again. I'm having a shit day on the dice. 12 is pretty good. Well, not, not for getting shot with that many arrows. <laughs> 30 damage. Oof. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Okay. Not good. Um, then, Bev, that is your turn. If you would like to do something like plug Hard One's ears or something, he is slowing down. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, is this... I, you failed your charm check. Yeah. yeah. Right now, he's like... He's been like... He's like slowing down a little bit and kind of checking them out, but he's still running, but it's not his turn yet, so he hasn't like fucked himself <laughs> I'm yet. I'm a little do? bit of a jog. I your, say, head, your head is like out of the bag right next to Galad's Yeah, head. he's on a <laughs> swivel. He's on a swivel <laughs> right uh, now. Uh, uh. Hey, hard one. Earmuffs. And I clap his ears <laughs> with tuna fish. Okay. You clap. Ew, just an earful of tuna fish. I have so much fish oh. in my head. Hard oh. one. fish in my beard. That's what they are. <laughs> They're fish. In my ears. Hard one. Tuna fish in my beard. fills your ears. In my ears. And you focus up. Um, <laughs> that is the swarm's turn. One swarm of snakes. Can on I you. shield a faith him as a bonus action? Uh, yes. Cool. Um, okay, so the snakes cool. will go what first. That, that makes my Plus armor. Plus two AC. Damn. Snakes miss. 
Um, one of the swarms of fairies is gonna hit for seven damage. Um, and another one hits two um, for six damage. That is Moonshine's turn. Okay, so I just have to run. Yeah, you can just run. You can make, um, you have oh, you to like hop jump shoulders, or though. get through the can water Can I hop somehow. on his shoulders? Uh, if Bev's in the bag, you can, yeah. Okay, I will hop on his shoulders then and- uh, We are a machine. <laughs> I'll hop on his shoulders, in which case I'll have a spell to use and I'll cast, uh, is it, have we been getting hit by arrows? Is that what's- Yes. Then I'll cast Warden Wind. Sweet. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What does that do? Uh, that basically gives every attack disadvantage. Oh, hell like yeah. Like every uh, ranged weapon Great. attack disadvantage. Sweet. I just want to remind everyone listening that I forgot to use my shield of arrow catching. Uh, don't point that out. Uh, cool. Also, so now I'm I'm on Hard One's, uh, Hard One's shoulders. We've got a warding wind, and he's got three times the jump. Yeah. Sweet. This is a goddamn circus. What, uh, what I'm going to do with this, <laughs> what I'm going to do with this going forward is, um, since we were using different mechanics, I just said, you know, roll a d20. That's how many people hit you, because you guys all have the same AC, so there's no point in me even calculating it. Mm-hmm. There are tons of arrows coming at you guys. I will say with that spell, you'll now take half of whatever you roll in the d20, because they're all nice. at disadvantage, okay. so you take half. Um, so... That is Hard One's turn. Hard One, you still do need to get over the stream. You have tuna over your ears. So but you remember, st- he's got three times the jump. And you've yeah. got three times the jump. Three times the tuna. Um, all right, sweet. So I think first I'm gonna, I want to take a gander at Bev's amulet. Cool. cool. Um, and jump leaping off the head of one of the merfolks. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, you run over at first. You're admiring them. They're sweet, honeyed words, um, making you want to ask them about their diets. Mm-hmm. Um, Bev puts the tuna sandwich over your ears. Then you're focused up. You go over. Um, you step on their heads like stepping stones and get to the other side. Hard one fish head. <laughs> <laughs> So as you guys um, jump to the other side of the stream and run off into the woods, you see the sirens look at the satyrs who are ogling them and go, if you ever want a chance with us, you'll go kill them. Um, And you see the satyrs get up and go, yeah, this is our only chance. They're totally going to get with us if we catch them. Uh, And the six satyrs take off after you hard one. None of these are the satyrs that that were going to Feychella that we chilled with the crick, huh? I don't think so. So now you've got three swarms of pixies, one swarm of snakes, and six satyrs on you. It's like that. This is like the... 12 days of Christmas. (laughs) Three swarms of fairies. (laughs) Um, So, six sexy satyrs. The splashing of the sirens fade behind you as you continue your dash through the forest. The stream uh, was previously running horizontal to your running path, uh, but you see it hooks and begins running Mm. parallel to you down the way. Uh, Suddenly it begins raining, pouring, The stream quickly overflows and the landscape begins to flood. The dirt turns to mud around you and you begin to sink into the thick muck. But luckily the canopy above you has plenty of hanging branches and you're gonna need them because you see the four sirens have caught up with you and are now showing their true form. These strange insectoid merfolk covered in mud and shrieking. So now Moonshine thinks they're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe we were hasty to uh, leave them. (laughs) Look at those mandibles. The mud sort of looks beard-like. <laughs> uh, so that is the archer's turn. Uh, hard one, go ahead and roll me Wait, a d20. Wait, are, are the satyrs and the sirens chasing us? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Nat 20. Cool. Hey. <laughs> Wait, oh, is that a bad yeah, thing? That's yeah, bad. that's bad. God damn that's it. Me. I did not. Oh, that's... wait, you know what? Fuck, can I use a luck point on that? Uh, sure. All right, great. Yeah. 
I, re- I don't know if I can take all the damage. Such a bitter 20. Uh, 10. Okay, yeah. so five. Yeah. Hard one, you take 14 damage. Okay. Um, then that is Bev's turn. We're, we're just being chased now. What was the terrain? Um, there is, uh, the, the whole area is flooded. You guys are in like deep muck. Hard one is probably like jumping from stone to stone from like tree to tree as you guys keep going. And there are merfolk that have just like come out of the ground and are uh, trying to catch up to you guys. Can I try and use nature's wrath to make a vine path? Oh, you know what I want to try and do? Okay. Uh, I want to take a javelin and aim it at some of the people that are throwing, that are chasing us. The guys who are swarming you? Yes. Yes, you can absolutely. If you hit one, you'll slow them down. They'll essentially be out of the fight. Great. So you've got six satyrs, mm-hmm. three swarms of pixies, and one thing of snakes. Uh, I'll aim at the satyrs. Just one? Yeah, I it guess the one that one. looks the most desperate. Okay. Which one looks most like a fuckboy? <laughs> I could tell. I could tell they're going to they're gonna fuck me if I just help them. <laughs> oh, God. Poor uh, guy. I just know. you got to clean up your life. <laughs> Does 23 hit? 23 does hit. Okay, and I'm going to do an ensnaring strike as a bonus action. Sweet. Uh, so they are stuck, and they take 1d6 piercing damage. Uh, what did they have to roll? Oh, sorry. It's a strength saving throw. Okay. Um, they got a 10, so they fail. Cool. Uh, so they're gone. They You don't even need to roll damage. Right. Um, uh, vines wrap around them, and they're stuck behind. No, no, I swear I had a part in this. I had a part in this. You have to date me. Are they uh-huh. are they hard, like getting wrapped around with vines, and their penises are po- poking out? <laughs> uh, yeah. Are they into it? Um, no, they're not into okay. it because they want to impress the uh, sirens. Mm. You got to reevaluate some things. Okay, that is the swarm's turn. Hard One's AC is now 19 because the Shield of Faith goes away after the ensnaring strike. So the swarm of snakes will attack. Nat 20. Cool. From the snakes. But that one satyr, don't worry about him. <laughs> uh, he's, he's known the error of his ways. 11 damage, Hard One. Okay. Um, then the three swarms of pixies will go. Shout out to the two crew. Miss. Nine yes. and 12. They miss. Um, then five satyrs swing at you as they chase you. Five fucking satyrs. Um, <laughs> they all, uh, three of them miss. Last two guys miss as well. Nice. Um, but then you see these four sirens pull up. And um, Moonshine, are you also? I'm on his shoulders. You're on his shoulders. Okay, then they're just gonna go after hard one. Uh oh. Um, uh, our plan on, backfired. Come on. These two guys miss. First two guys miss. One of the guys hits. One of the sirens bites you for eight. Eight. Okay. Eight bites damage. you. Freaky. Hot. Hot. Yeah. That did, is... did that make the satyr super jealous? <laughs> they don't like you. They're trying to kill you. Uh, that is Moonshine's turn. Okay, I want to cast Freedom of Movement on Hard One now. Okay. There we go. So that now uh, I, he's unaffected by difficult terrain, and he can't be uh, paralyzed or restrained. Dope. Cool. And also being underwater imposes no penalties on his movement or attacks. Sweet. I'm going to dive back into the river. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the water's coming up all around you guys to the point that the sirens are just, like, swimming through the forest after you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. So we are having a chicken fight. Yeah, they We're really finally are. having a chicken fight. It's come to that. <laughs> okay, so after that, uh, you guys see the rain. And then also when I see, when, because this happens, I think I'm going to, like, I think I'm going to try and position myself more on his hip 
so that maybe like a siren might attack me. Yeah. So you sort of like slid down me like a fire pole. Yeah. You're riding side saddle. <laughs> Just sort of like to invite multiple targets. Like it's so I can I can br- be in the fray. Hmm. Is freedom of movement concentration? No, it's not. So warding wind is still going because it's concentration. Okay, cool. I almost did confusion on the sirens and then I saw it was concentration. Got so it. Okay, mm. so the rain is pouring down with an unnatural fury and the ground below you is flooding to the point that the water is reaching the tree line. Hard one's still booking it through the water, just <laughs> swimming Jesus fast style, as fuck. dude. <laughs> Triple jump, freedom yeah. of movement. Um, I'm going to say that the satyrs fall way behind because of freedom of movement. Um, it's just the pixies, the snakes, because the snakes are like actually wrapped around you. It's quite terrifying. Um, and, <laughs> the, the, mer- and, the, and the snakes are both wrapped around. The merfolk can keep up, but I'll say I'll say freedom of movement allows you to get away from the satyrs because the satyrs are swimming. I'm just skating yeah. across. Wait, the don't don't go. No, we need to <laughs> fuck those sirens. <laughs> um, so you guys are swept up in the waters as the entire forest flows like a raging river. Um, and you see that you are headed for a waterfall. Um, hmm. But behind you, um, you see that the four merfolk disengage. They start swirling around each other. You see rain, you see lightning crashing, and you see their skin begins to attach to each other and bubble as they come together to form a giant tentacled Lovecraftian monster. Oh my God. Then that is the pixie's turn. Uh, Hard one, go ahead and roll uh, your d20. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Thanks for rolling. Another nat 20. Cool. Jesus. Uh, That's 10. still only 10. That's insane. Your nat 20s are finally coming back to haunt you. Is a tentacle monster still attractive? No. Okay. That's unfortunate. 36 damage. Ow. You up? Yeah. All right. How are you looking? How are you feeling? I don't want to tell Murph. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, but my AC or my health my HP is uh, the number that I just rolled. Mm. Uh, Bev, that is your turn. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a big slap on the back, touch hands right on. Yeah. Touch ass. Yep, right on each cheek. <laughs> How much you want? Cup cheeks. Um, Set of my hands. Cup yes. cheeks. How many do you have? What do you? What can you? Forty five is the maximum. Uh, I'll take twenty. All right, I give you twenty. Cool. Ten for each cheek. Yes. How else can I buff this shuttle? The Hard One Express. <laughs> choo choo. Toot toot. <laughs> so the entire forest has turned into this crazy, raging magic river. Um, there's just like brown water around you. It's like this insane flood. Um, you guys are all flowing towards this waterfall. Uh, but in the meantime, after Bev's turn, that is all of the monsters' turn. So. Satyrs have fallen way behind. We won't worry about them. The snakes hit. 10 damage. The pixies go. First two go. One and a two they miss. Uh, last one goes and misses. Yeah. Um, then that is this tentacle monster, which will take three attacks. Oh, God. Oh. Um, misses on the first attack, rolls huh? a natural four. Um, hits on the second attack and hits on the third attack. Let's see what these tentacles do. Who's gonna be carrying? Maybe who? they're like yeah. cupping. Maybe it'll be like uh, what oh, was yeah. it, the swimmer? Oh, um, yeah, uh, Phelps, right? Yeah, it was like Phelps. <laughs> yeah. Just get some like twenty-two damage on the first attack. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's cupping. Never nope, mind. Nope. Twenty damage on the other attack. I am down. Hard oh. one goes down. I feel like we could have done this better, guys. <laughs> 
That is. We should have taken the horn. That's what we should have done. That yeah. is Moonshine's turn. But with Hard One being out, you guys are in this fucking flowing river. So yeah. all you got to do is just make sure he doesn't die. You're moving on your own. Oh, so he's like a boat. To, you don't need to carry Hard huh. One. I, I. You need to like grab. Train him. becomes boat. Yeah. I'm a duck boat. Yeah. Um, okay, so I need to know how close are we to the edge? You will be there by the end of this round. Okay. Can I um like grab hard one and then like thorn whip to try and like get off of the mm. like to oh, try like and catch get over a tree? the edge? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you make like an attack roll to do that. I'm gonna try and do that. Okay, and so you've got so Bev is in the bag. Yes. Moonshine's gonna try to thorn whip. Okay, so you're essentially going to you're gonna hold an action. I'm gonna hold an action, but I do have a bonus action I can do mm. while um, while I'm waiting to thorn whip. So can I do a bonus yes. action? I'd like to healing word. Uh, okay. Hard one. Great. Hard Sweet. one, you pop back up. What's the word? You're a boat now. Uh, the word is get up, you freaking idiot. <laughs> I guess. Did you put the bag on your stomach now that you're a boat? Or, mm-hmm. or am I just drowning? <laughs> the, uh, it was on the front. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I did I'm you for guy. 18. I did a second level oh, healing word. Dope. Thank nice. you. Nice. And then I've got that. I've got that thorn whip ready to try and do that. Okay. That is. You hard. got your ring of feather fall on, right? In I case do. I yeah. Absolutely fuck us over. Okay. That is hard one's <laughs> turn. You're you're swept up in all this water. But what would you like to do? Uh, I guess I just want to pat myself down for. Uh, the bag make sh- and make sure Glad's head hasn't uh, <laughs> come off my belt. You gotta keep your trophies in line. Yeah. Yeah, you have Glad's head. So. All right, cool. Have I sort of done that like uh, witch doctor thing where I mummify and shrink the head? Kind of like that like... He's probably that's, doing that. That's up to you. I would say he's a skeleton by now. Oh, okay, so it's a skull. Witch doctor. Yeah, like a, yeah. a shrunken skull. Yeah, I think you should have a shrunken Glad head. <laughs> yeah. I want to let's let's say I witch doctored it. I want it to look kind of like a keychain. Oh, okay. and maybe you put some maybe put some dried beans on the inside so that you when you shake it, it sounds like a like a maraca. Yeah, not the, a maraca, you, a you know eggshell or yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, totally. I know what you're talking. <laughs> about. I, I like thought I was gonna know the name of it, <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> but I do get it. So I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna attack the snakes. Okay. Sixteen. That hits. Twenty six damage. Shit. Um, yeah, you killed the snakes. You bashed the snakes off of you. Sweet. Who else is around? Is it just the... Um, three swarms of pixies. All right. And then I'll go for uh, one of the swarm of pixies. 27. Uh, sweet. That hits. 25 damage. Sweet. You fully kill um, one swarm that was like half dead, uh, and you start to injure another one. There's just two left, and then this big Lovecraftian dude. Cool. Uh-huh. Then I will also take my second wind. Sweet. And... Get a little HP back. So then um, you guys get towards the edge of this waterfall. Um, You guys see that all of this crazy rain and lightning and weather that was affecting the mountain is not affecting anything in the distance. You see a beautiful spring day in the distance, just the rolling green hills of the bear prints uh, in the distance in the valley. Um, You see the field of flowers um, below you. Um, and you guys are in this insane muddy water. You do look down just before you're about to fall um, and see that the water turns into like a beautiful crystalline pond at the bottom. Um, but you're about to go over this waterfall. You'd like to use. Yeah, so I'm I'm releasing the warding wind so that I can get like a good like, uh, so that it doesn't interfere with me throwing the thorn whip. Okay. Um, and I want to try and like thorn whip something so that we can kind of 
safely, uh, what do you call that, swing into... Mm. Oh, it's a rope swing. Yeah, it's like a rope yeah. swing. Yeah. Okay. So we're just trying to have a little fun. It's like a hundred, <laughs> it's like a hundred feet down. Uh-uh. Do you want to, so you want to start to fall down the waterfall? Yeah. Then do it, yeah. and then just like like when we're rope. going down, when we're going down, and we see that it's like uh, the range is like thirty feet. Um, so like once I'm within like thirty feet, you want to soften ground, your fall. I, I also I'm, I have the ring of feather fall too. So if we're all no, <laughs> that's <laughs> too that's many shenanigans. Right. Yeah, you guys go over the edge, go over the waterfall. You fall. 70 feet, you're about 30 feet from hitting the surface of the water. You have no idea how deep it is. You might be falling for a lot of damage. Moonshine. Actually, let's say 35 feet, so we're just dangling five feet. Ideally, we're dangling five feet over the ground. Moonshine, go ahead and um, make an attack roll. 22. 22. Moonshine, you wrap your whip around a tree branch. You successfully catch yourself uh, and hard one. Uh, as you guys are about to hit this pond, the branch does instantly break. But if uh-huh. anything, that's good because you would completely fuck yourself uh, jumping 70 feet and then holding on to hard one like at a dead stop. Uh, so you basically you slow your fall and you guys fall into this pond below. Nice sploosh. Uh, you guys are now at the bottom of the mountain of the Free Fairy. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got this field of flowers right by you, and you do hear the fairies still coming over the edge, still flying down at you. Get them! Oh, they do not give buffers. up. Okay, I pick so... a bouquet of flowers. You pick a bouquet of flowers? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, wait, but what? Wait. Don't, doesn't, don't these dwarves oh, they, kill? Wait, pick the fucking flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're kill, they kill the fairies, I'm right over, I'm picking every single fucking flower. <laughs> you start picking people. flowers, and these these flowers start turning into trolls. Thanks, I'm going to go kill some fucking pixies. Go kill some pixies. Go kill some fucking pixies. Fucking hell. I take my hand axes, and I just run through the field, mowing flowers down. You just mow flowers down, and you see dozens and dozens of dozens of trolls I come out. I free you trolls! Yeah! Hey. Champion of the trolls! Enemy to the Sealy! And you see Cran goes, oh god, oh this is horrible. I said, tell, tell those free folk that Moonshine Sabin sent you. Moonshine Sabin sent us! We were flowers but now we're trolls! We hate pixies! Bring us their horn, brothers! Hard <laughs> one, Shorefoot Pixie Slayer! Moonshine Sabin! Bane of the pixies! Um, I just want y'all to know, if you bring me the head of a pixie, you get a gold. <laughs> yeah, we love gold! <laughs> I'm calculating. <laughs> yeah, we have enough. Uh, you guys grab bouquets and bouquets of flowers. They all turn into trolls. Oh, um, and you hear the pixies just go, shit, run! <laughs> uh, the pixies all start fluttering away as a bunch of trolls, like dozens and dozens of oh. trolls run into the woods and you just see fires instantly going up and smoke going everywhere. Oh, I feel so fucking angry at that little piece of shit. Yeah. I want to go back to his hut and make sure he's dead. That's true. We should, oh, Whenever I, we get it, I think their I think their kingdom is done. Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to be killed. Good. Kill everyone you want, but bring us bring us the farmer alive. Yeah. <laughs> we are a geopolitical scourge at this point. Forever change yeah. the, you know, the you landmarks. Don't even care. You they... never think you're going to be the one that chooses sides until, I know. <laughs> until you deal you with it. You chose hard. Just Trixie like more Fair. fires going on behind you. Just the whole kingdom is being raised. Uh, my eyes being... are like my eyes are like alive. <laughs> They're like lit up with excitement uh, uh, and passion. I'm like <laughs> enjoying watching them burn. <laughs> Those little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I eat the tuna from my ears. Uh, I want to take a piss in that little creep's horn. <laughs> 
a creep that started it all. Cran, what did the the Sealy think of the Free Fairies? Is this cool? Are we in trouble? Uh, the Sealy and the Free Fairy don't really interact. Nice, all right, they great. weren't they weren't cool. Great. Yeah, we're in the clear. They were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys do anything that might have upset that one fairy? I have no. Oh, I think that his lollipops got stole. What we we gave him the yield of a fucking lifetime. We it's made true. his lollipops huge. Yeah, we made yeah. some big. We did take a few of them, but like still a net we gain for him. Yeah, I hated that little. He was shit. a bad. He was a bad. Person. He was just ornery. I yeah. hate him. He was a libertarian, Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You gotta you look. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Tough times. Not super psyched to have released so many trolls out into the wild. God only knows what they'll do when they're done taking over the fairy mountain. I see no repercussions. I mean, I absolutely understand that concern, but, you know, my personal grudge is kind of bigger yeah. than this, I think. I think the hundred or so trolls that you just released will easily handle those 2,000 fairies that were chasing us. I mean, fingers crossed it's just a perfectly even fight. The two, the two last people standing there just like completely, yeah. Yeah. Let the, let the grass take over the fields again. Huh. Yeah. And it will just kill the bear prince, and it'll just be a bloodbath up here in spring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys do see. Return to the natural order. It's um, <laughs> it's still morning here. It is still sunrise. Uh, I think I. Isn't it always? Yeah. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they have the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, 
Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. If so your anyone... husband can uh, take take another day chilling yeah. with the bell, the uh, the oh, bear prints, he's, he's been doing it for a few months. Great. Let's let's do a day camping thing okay. and take a nice long. I, I definitely need to come down from how peeved I am. <laughs> yeah, here I'll, I'll I'll work out the tension. Just give him a channel camp massage. Camping, feel the flowers. Yeah, hard what one's gonna that? just post up in the in the pond. It was a little. <laughs> it was a little pixie that that little farmer was. Yeah, <sighs> pixies and gnomes, gnomes <laughs> and pixies. The smaller they are, the worse they are. It oh, seems. I don't know who to pixies trust. Pixies and gnomes, gnomes and pixies. That's the right. Reframe. Uh, Halflings are the perfect just sharp, size. <laughs> sharpens. <laughs> Rosaline. Sharpens Rosaline. Pixies and gnomes, gnomes and pixies. Uh, hard one takes his first bath since Galateron. Yeah, you guys go down to this little um, picturesque pond. You can vaguely hear the sounds of like, get them for the honor of Fairy Mountain. <sighs> I want to eat them. I want to eat them and shit their mouths. <laughs> you know what? I think I got so I got so hot to trot during that that I think I need to do some meditation. <laughs> I'm gonna do some meditation with Melora, um, and and sort of be like. Hey, girl, I got, like, out of sorts there. I don't know how you feel about unbridled rage every once in a while. Is that a natural part of life? Uh, do you want to do, like, a religion check? See if you get, like, a sign? Oh, yeah. 18! I mean, I can go into how I'm feeling. I'm just, I felt a flush of anger at that little fucker for coming back. At us, and it and it felt it felt vengeful and petty. That's what it was. It was I got petty as hell, and I'm not talking about my toes, although they are petty <laughs> as hell. <laughs> um, Moonshine, you feel a little gust of wind, and um, you feel like a little bit of like a warm spring breeze on you. Kind of centers you a little bit, chills you out a little bit. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Don't. Don't run hot and cold. Keep it warm. Keep it warm all the time. A nice Melora lukewarm. I understand. <laughs> Tepid. <laughs> uh, hard one. You take a, a bath in the pond. Hmm. Leaving my crick not intact. I help. <laughs> I help Balnor out of the bag. <laughs> oh yeah. Ugh, how'd it go out there, guys? Not Sounded bad. super. Heard a lot of arrows. Yeah. yeah, we started a war between fairy and troll, but I oh. think we yeah. identified the good guys. You know yeah. how normally we make... <laughs> For a second, Beverly was thrown in here and he was full of stab wounds. Yeah, well, I what angered stabbed you? Yeah. Well, you know how normally we make like 50% of the people mad? We did a full 100 this time. Oh, yeah. okay. Just everyone was pissed at us. <laughs> Do you want some ear tuna, Belnor? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Right. Too much to ask. <laughs> Get some of that waxy tuna. Are we doing a full long rest? Because I got no spells. I would yeah, not I definitely fucking drained my spells. <laughs> yeah, you see Cran goes, the Fae operate on a way slower schedule than us since every day's the same. So the Bear Prince probably is inspecting, expecting you back for like a month. Okay, so if yeah. You just, if you guys just go to bed, you're cool. Cool. Uh, well, can we spend the day kind of just this. like hanging out by this nice lake? Yeah. Ooh. I'm 
like a picnic. Yeah, sure. let's just have a let's have yeah. a picnic day. Slowly, Enjoy slowly, the, the sounds the sounds and of battle at, like dissolve in the background. Down at the creek, we do down at the creek, we do a picnic pot. So we get a nice mud pot and we fill it up with food. So now that's what I did. Talking. I got a picnic right. pot. You guys begin to hear Pick like war pot. cries of trolls, like "Behold, Troll Mountain! It is I, the Troll King!" Yeah, just like cheers going love, on in the background. You guys lo- affected the geopolitical landscape of this <laughs> of this mountain for generations to come. I think the free folk will rise again. Yeah, isn't you nature know. nice? <laughs> I take out. I said I ignore this and set out a little cricnic and I <laughs> take out all cricknick. the all the bento boxes I made. <laughs> like to imagine oh, wow. a, uh, the body of a fairy just floating by my feet as a as a bird lands on my finger. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, did you make like salted Kyoto style sushi? Um. No, I made a crawfish sashimi. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, much in Not the way that like sashimi, that promise. you'll get like bugs in your pool. And you use the skimmer to get them out. You see fairies We're start flying down the fairies? waterfall and oh, start man. landing Ooh. in the pond. That's really nice. I'm going to use them like noodles. <laughs> um, is this our? This will be our first night in the Feywild, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just like keeping a tally, knowing that. Uh, oh, knowing that time is knowing the time here. fuckery that will yeah. take place. Okay, so one one day we're probably fine. Uh, Theala probably can't take over in one month or week yeah. or whatever. Yeah. One day, yeah. like a second right. in our world. Yeah, for us it was when you guys showed up. I don't know if it changes every time. Uh, Bev's trying to do the math, but it's been a while since Bev had to do math. <laughs> no, this is smart thinking, Bev. Let's use our short rests wisely. Use yeah, our, or rather, use our long rests wisely. All but right. this is definitely a wise moment because I would say. Tank's empty. We did it. <laughs> Those fairies got me fucked up. Yeah. Normally we only up. affect one faction, but we've really, we've really bungled up the map today. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about this Fey world. Like, let them descend into the trolls. <laughs> I am the true troll king. No. Oh, oh good. No, rebel. Mutiny. Wow. Regicide. <laughs> Hard one grabs his hammer. I must defend the troll <laughs> king. <laughs> Wait, there is they... like an HBO drama happening amongst these troll folks. I want to play that campaign. <laughs> Did they just launch a satellite? <laughs> it's full Civilization Five. The king in the middle of the melon. To the king in the middle of the melon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Melora. All right. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm making a crown of uh, clovers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> make sure that they, you guys go uh, to sleep for the night. Uh, you guys make camp at uh, this very nice pond. Uh, the bodies of fairies stack up uh, in the pond. <laughs> and, a couple, and a couple of trolls. Uh, and a couple a troll every once in a while. It a smells king. like absolute <laughs> shit. Yeah, there's a troll with a makeshift crown. Uh, that's already been killed. I Two kings are killed. Oh, shit. I take the makeshift crown. Sweet. I definitely want to write some idyllic music for this moment as we peacefully have a, a cricnic yeah. as the bodies collect the around the our chaos. Yeah. we're clinking Let the glasses bodies fall to the floor uh, so you guys go to bed for the night uh, it's a little bit disorienting because the sun never moves you guys um, just take a morning nap essentially for eight hours wake up the next day or what should be the next day but it is the exact same time it is still morning it's disorienting yeah yeah, it takes some getting used to. So it's just never night? Just not here, no. And there's not even an aurora borealis or anything? No, it's night all the time now in the summer court. Hmm. Really? Yeah, because winter's taking over. 
All right. Well, Cran, lead the way. I think we're all feeling up to it. You guys start walking again through the field of flowers. Help us! Help! You've had all the help you're going to get. <laughs> I pick yeah. one flower, and I say, kill the king. True. Give him the crown. Give him I the will. crown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're the new king. Go claim your throne. The gods of the Feywild are determined. I am the true troll king. Runs off towards the mountain. <laughs> Should we pick another and give him a crown? Uh, hey, wait, 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 wait. If I pick up the soil with the flower, does it remain a flower? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Let's pot one of these and we can maybe yep. pull them at the right moment. We have an instant troll. You see, Cran uh, goes, be so careful. <laughs> Trolls are not good. I know that they just, yeah. ki- you essentially just released a bunch of serial killers to deal with your annoying neighbors. Okay. So maybe uh, don't release serial killers in cities okay. or places okay. where. All right. So last resort. Okay. Or Cran. maybe just don't. Do it. Totally. I pick the flower, <laughs> kill the king. That's it. Last right, one. Cool. <laughs> so no troll suicide bomber. All right, gotcha. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So I'm going to go after the beacon, stop their honey source, get yeah. the honey goblins to come chase me. Mm-hmm. You guys, when you see the honey goblins leave, you guys going after the bear prince. Got it. Sounds good. Bring it in. Pass without trace. You cast awesome. Pass Without Trace on all you guys. Hands in. Go boobs. Hands in. Go One, boobs. two, three. Boobs. boobs. <laughs> uh, she salutes you guys. Scoutmasters. Pop, pop, pops out to salute. Scout. All right. Go with Pelor. Go with Pelor. Go with the Summer Court. Uh, uh, she salutes you guys. Wait. Um, sir, is there any way that... How are we going to get in touch with you after this happens? Are we going to meet back at your place? Can't you re- report Sporzer? I think my that, there's a limit to how. Oh. I think after everything that's gone on with uh, Fairy Mountain, I don't think we're going back to my place. I'll come to the Bear Prince's hideout. Okay. I think if you guys don't win this fight, all is lost anyway. So I'll okay. go and I'll I'll face him. Good to I'll know. Get, I'll get revenge. Right. Okay. If you all become honey goblins, I will. Uh, um, well, there's worse fates. <laughs> it's gonna be okay, Moonshine. We're gonna rescue your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, let's not put labels on it. <laughs> uh, so Cran wishes you guys good luck, uh, and she runs off uh, in the opposite direction. You guys have uh, gotten to the this area, this valley, um, where there was the river. Uh, she goes off the one way. Uh, you guys cross the river and go back towards the uh, where you originally saw the dryads and where you guys know the bear prince's hideout to be. So you guys travel through the forest, sneaking through. Um, and sneak back to the Bear Prince's cave. Sup, Triss? Hey, Triss. <laughs> Yo, Triss. Hey, what's up? Hey. What's up, Triss? Good to see you. <laughs> Dryad's popping out to say what's up. Um, and then you get to the Bear Prince's hideout, this beautiful natural keep that looks to have grown into the side of the mountain. Uh, there are the various stone balconies, including the main one, uh, with a pool that turns into a steaming waterfall. There are dryads chilling in the courtyard and honey goblins marching in with buckets of honey. Get the honey! Uh, and marching out with empty buckets, setting off to go get more. Uh, and you do see, up in the infinity hot tub, is the Bear Prince just chilling, drinking some honey mead, and staring off pensively like a douchebag. 
You wait for a little while for Cran to cause the distraction. It takes a little time, and you probably start to get a bit concerned until finally you hear the sound of a distant explosion, and all at once the honey goblins begin acting strangely. In tandem, they all hop up and down and go, Oh no, the honey! Uh, you see them oh, race magic. out of the keep in hordes and begin running in the direction of Cran. The bear prince leans over on the edge of his hot tub, looking even more pensive. Uh, which is about as concerned as this chill douchebag gets. Damn, how does he furrow the brow like that? He's so, his brow is so furrowed. Moonshine, am I hey. doing it? Um, yeah. Hard one, do a performance check. Oh, fuck me. Ten? I'm going to shield him so the Trisses can't see this. Okay. <laughs> Moonshine just puts her hand over uh, Hard One's face. Yeah, you're doing really good. The it's... Trisses might get, you know, seduced by you, and we're about to fight them. So. Good call. Yeah. It's those baby blues. That's where he gets his power from. Uh, as you guys get a little closer, uh, as you guys kind of sneak around the Bear Prince's lair, go ahead and give me stealth rolls. Mm. Ooh, I got a 29. Did you do Pass Without Trace? Yeah, yeah, so you get plus 10. Okay, oh, great. Actually, you're right. I got a tw uh, 32. Damn. 27. 16. Ha-ha. 16. Let's do some rolls for these. These what? Triads. One of these trisses looks out into the forest and clocks Beverly and goes, Oh, hey. Oh, it's so good to see you again. Yeah. You're back. Yeah, totally. You're back. Heard about the honey shortage. That's yeah. a bummer. Hey, Bear Prince, your friends are back. <laughs> um, oh. Guys, you see the Bear Prince leans over the side of his infinity hot tub uh, and looks at you, Beverly, and goes, it is like so good to see you again, dude. Yeah, yeah, totally you as well. You're looking great. Hey, uh, thanks, man. Your fur is so well kept. Hey, thanks, dude. You didn't have, like, anything to do with the honey crisis we're having right now, are you? That is trite that you would assume that. That is honestly trite and crass that you would even assume that yeah, of me. that is super unchill of me. Why don't you come out of the woods and come talk to me and come chill in my hot tub? And let's just have a chill discussion, you and I. All right, well, first I've got to obviously put on my swim trunks. Cool. Get over here, dude. <laughs> I'm putting on my swim trunks, dude. Get over here, dude. Dude, I'm putting on Get my... Get over here, I'm, dude. I pulled on my pants and throw a javelin at him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. Okay. <laughs> with Beverly with pants around his ankles, throwing a javelin at Bear Jared Leto. Full circle from not being allowed to skinny dip the last episode. <laughs> oh, what a journey. Oh, my goodness. We should have done the tower from the beginning. <laughs> you mean like we should have just attacked him from the beginning? No, I was saying when we were running, we should have just assumed the hard one train from the beginning. That would have been... The totem pole? Yeah, the totem yeah. pole. But hey, guys, you can't beat ourselves up about it, and we'll talk about it on the short rest. True, true, true. Oh, yeah. That's right, That's right, guys. Head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't <laughs> sing yet. Uh, and we'll talk about it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we got some stuff to plug. Guys, watch Hot Date, me and Emily's sketch show on Netflix. Yeah, it's so funny and hot and sexy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you sexy. can check out our book. It's called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contacts. It's our satirical relationship advice book. Uh, you can get it on Amazon or on Audible. 
Uh, and Fantasy High wrapped up, so we don't really need to plug that. But you, you can watch old episodes of Fantasy High on Dimension 20 if you want to check out College Humor Streaming Service, our other D&D play show. Caldwell, what do you got to plug? Ooh, it's hard to keep up because of how we record this, but I'm pretty sure the Big City Greens is still airing. So check those episodes out on Disney or Amazon or iTunes. Uh, we did a back 10 to our first season, and these episodes are really fun. Uh, and I think you're going to like them a lot. Hell yeah. Ooh. And I started a brand new soccer podcast yes, or football with everybody else. Uh, yeah, we are, me and Amir are getting into the EPL, the Eng- English Premier League Soccer. We're trying to choose our favorite soccer team. Okay. Uh, and I will stop calling it soccer. I'm trying to call it football. We're trying to choose your <laughs> favorite football team. I thought uh, you were a hooligan, man. Yeah, we're, but check that out at uh, patreon.com slash ja. Uh, if people want to send us stuff, how do they do that? Call oh, 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. There's a tiny box, and they put little slips in there, and then I check them, and it makes me happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It makes us so happy. Yeah. So happy. Uh, and follow us on Twitter, guys. At CHMurf is me. At Caldy is Caldwell. At Axford is Emily. At Jake Hurwitz is Jake. And tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are. Youth of a nation, we are, we are the youth of a nation. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders oh, for the first time in a long so time. We've got the whole dang crew here. We're yes, here. Yes. That's right. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, gave Denny his first pair of rubber pants since he was pissing himself so much. <laughs> J. Loma 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration, beat the Bear Prince in a lifting competition even though the Prince was on Steroids. Steroid infused honey. Dylan B, a sword wielding wizard who uses a bastard sword instead of a wand. Dylan B could slice Harry Potter the fuck up. Don't. Yes, Danny P, Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Why was Hard One getting it painted at the Dwarfenage and not at school? We don't know. <laughs> Danny found it too sad to cry. Thank you for not asking. <laughs> Tom P, father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies, has a dad snore twice as mighty as Balnor's. Wow. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods, and heroes of Bahumia alike. Invented Bahumia's version of Smirnoff Ice called Vinral's Spike Snow Cola. I try it. Griffin <laughs> SD, aka the stranger, the silver dragon born eldritch knight ex-owner of the badger's pint inn and tavern also ex-owner of the silver <laughs> hypothesis gym now the ex-owner of a 2008 toyota corolla that's right griffin sold their car congrats griffin oh griffin hope you got a good deal beard man dan the longest beard in all of bohemia spans across planes the boobs could use it to get back to the material plane if only they could find it wow. scott d a talking cat not a tabaxi just a clever feline wow Wow, love, love to it. see Keep that. Aaron C., the homeless man that was used by the band of boobs to distract the chosen back in Galateron. Inspired by their bravery, Aaron followed them to the Feywild to help, only to be frozen solid along with the Green Knights. Oh. Sorry about that, Aaron. Wow. Oops. Hermes W., the Bat King. There's all this talk about seely and unseely kings and queens, but everyone forgets about the bats. Meanwhile, Hermes just waits for an opportunity. 
RJW carries a big old gun that shoots spells. <laughs> Healing yeah. spells. RJ loves shooting people <laughs> and making them feel better. That would be the scariest but greatest moment of your life. Just to be like, ah, no, don't. You oh. got the sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> Healed. Spartus, a powerful gladiator and secret romantic. It seems the one battle oh. Spartus can't win is love. Dang. Ah. Hate to see that. Adam R., the R-rated assassin. Adam commits their crimes nude because it makes for easier cleanup, but also because Adam is kind of a sick fuck. You know, keep it sick, my friends. Cassandra MHP, a.k.a. Cassandra Max HP, has more HP than Ulfgar. If Cassandra had jumped out of the airship, they would have just taken a second to shake it off and gotten on with their day. <laughs> Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly that they injected more poison into the poison <laughs> berries of Kranz hideout just nice. to fuck with the boobs a little. You feel that moonshine? Wow. QC, aka Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Haldor used to swing down on a rope and kick giant heads off with blades at the bottom of his boots. It was awesome. Dang. <gasps> Attack on giants like the anime. Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you go to Mickey D's and they give you an extra order of fries that you didn't pay for, that's Manny sharing theirs. Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician. One of those faces eats dog. <laughs> Shame on you, Daniel. Disgusting. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan's beats can actually revive dead adventurers as wow. their hearts begin pumping to the beat. They do die at the end of the song, though. But Je don't we all? <laughs> Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword and master of the French horn. Oh. Jeff oh. will bring you to tears with that thing. Shattering. I love wow. brass instruments. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick, barkitect. Cutter bought some property in the summer court on the cheap because it's currently frozen over, but is really hoping the boobs help turn around their investment. That's why we're fighting. Leg Sketch, <laughs> aka the escape artist, literally has never paid at a restaurant. Wow. Diamond Dash. Know? John S., aka Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert is actually a carnivore, which in the vegetable world is kind of like being a vegan. Congrats on not eating other vegetables, Schubert. Ryan M., Hard One's Ram, who survived the cold wilderness of Frostwind only to get captured and sold into the Frostwind Circus. What? Ryan now wears a sequin jacket no. and does tricks for a Kong of peanut butter. I will rescue you, my friend. <laughs> Elena C., a free pixie who tries to reason with the marauding free pixies by saying, hey, did anyone hear what Hard One said about how we could all use roads? There might be something to that. <laughs> Andrew M., a.k.a. Beverly's personal trainer, recently tried to plump that famously flat rump with a shot of arcane to the ass. No. It was briefly effective, but almost immediately collapsed with the sound of a deflating air mattress. <laughs> <And> shat feathers. <laughs> Michael McD., head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, rumored to make a better margarita than even Savannah's <laughs> beloved jalapenos. Victor T., Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, currently dining silently with his mother who is so destroyed by Balnor's absence she burned in the Tapple Spits again. Topple Spits, Murph, Topple Spits. I don't know what that is. Like spits. God, can we make that for dinner one time? <laughs> yummy, yummy. It's, it's like most... a meat and veg, dude. Mm. 
It's mostly cabbage. Henry A, the essence from which all of Trinavale emanates. A veritable bag of holding of knowledge from which Caldwell's Cheeto-dusted fingers greedily grab. Justin I lives in a houseboat that was docked next to the SS Stormborn at Frostwind when Hard One was blasting Pursuit of Happiness, and Justin I didn't call in a noise complaint. He was the real hero of the night. Big Yo, man. dude, thanks for letting us play some Cuddy. <laughs> Clayton M, a claymation Dalmatian. <laughs> Clayton used to be a claymation Himalayan, but got bored of being a cat, so he kind of just rolled around until they became a dog. <laughs> the professional, the only lawyer to successfully beat Papa on litigation since setting aside their legal differences to take down a corrupt mob boss raccoon, the professional has had to go double agent pretending to be working both the mob boss and Papa. The only question now, which one are they lying to? Directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Trust no one. Jacob C, the Feywild's premier home security puzzle technician. Jacob's going through a minimalist phase, and the last few houses have asked for a refund due to the fact that the puzzle is that there is no puzzle. Does not keep intruders out. Elena M, a green teen of the summer court, was frozen whilst getting their cooking badge, so honestly, mm. not the worst fate, getting frozen in the middle of the best moment of their life. Gone off has gone loft. <laughs> Recently buying a very elegant converted warehouse, gone off loves to entertain in their new space. The worst one we've ever done. <laughs> Mick Pox. I spent a lot of time on that. Mick Pox, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, also programmed Hard One with the ability to feel, which was arguably cruel. Mm. Earl and Kathleen L, a pair of fey royalty who are faking a Cirilla Lesterborn style divorce to get their names in the tabloids. Names in the trades. Dylan M. A talented executioner who kills people with a broadsword clenched firmly between their bucks cheeks. Bucks cheeks. <laughs> they can also drive a car with the wheel clenched between their butt cheeks, but it's pretty off-putting, and no one wants to carpool with them anymore. Mm. Except for Jive G, a level 20 <laughs> adventurer who multi-classed at every level. They also had to homebrew a bunch of classes toward the end. So talk to them if you want to play a shaman or a street magician. Corbin A, the grizzly duke, used to party with the bear prince, but saw the writing on the wall and pieced before. For the reckoning. Smart man. Atlas Storm Reaper, a storm mage who actually spends their life suppressing terrible storms. Every nice day you enjoy, you better fall to your knees and thank Atlas Storm Reaper for blessing your unworthy behind. Jostrich, an ostrich with a job, but when it comes to love, they're at a loss. Guess you can't have it all, Joss. Nice. E.L. Dreg, <laughs> a.k.a. the Dregernaut, a honey pirate who's been put out of business by the efficiency, organization, and blind devotion of the honey goblins. Cameron, Arr, get the honey. <laughs> Cameron C., the new leader of the trolls. Cameron killed all of their siblings, but it was worth it, for now they sit upon the throne. Oh, wait, Cameron was just murdered by a long-lost cousin. Oh, well, you had a good run, Cam. Long live Cam. Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own. Charo's party has been kicked out of every bar they've ever been to because their tail keeps giving the bartender wedgies when no one is looking. Mm. Daniel R. Ram Daniel's evil twin. Daniel spends their days shaving humans and making disgusting sweaters out of their flesh. It's much less fashionable, but it really makes a statement. Nicholas R., the junior designer at Renee's in Esri, currently hoping to impress their boss with a new three-sleeved garment known as a trublet. Jennifer V., currently on a date with Shay back in Moonstone, and things well, are going really what? well. No. no. Shay just asked if Jennifer oh. wanted to come back to the temple no for some kombucha. What, what the fuck? Damn. I hate this. Moonshine, what could have been? Oh. <laughs> 
This is not canon. <laughs> Destin C invented the Crick equivalent of toothpaste. It's a giant slug that you squeeze goo out of. Doesn't clean your teeth very well, but it does scream as you squeeze it, and it gets you very drunk. Devin B, Beardman Dan's fiercest rival. Devin has no beard, but an insanely beautiful Rapunzel-length rat tail that they use to whip their foes to death. Now that's hot. Michael L. <laughs> runs a spectral petting zoo where all of Beverly's summoned steeds chill out until they're needed again. Wouldn't hold your breath, big buck. <laughs> Sam H., a Feywild gnome who runs a mini golf course. However, since all golf in the Feywild is mini golf, Sam's course is actually just a very tiny regular golf course. It's adorable. Cute. Kelvin yeah. Noodles. A pasta elemental. Once a day, they can use their legendary Bucatini Blast and cause massive ropey spaghetti to entangle all their foes. Sergio Salazar Solomon Zacharias D. Sicuni, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sergio is so sexy that just looking at him is considered a sin in the eyes of Theala. Many a chosen have been flogged after gazing at Sergio's perfect forked snake abs. <laughs> Trele the crepe bay who goes, nay. That's right, Trele is a talking horse and always was. There's also an accountant, but that... But she's, uh, but that's less important. <laughs> Grace H, the graceful ace. Grace is a face sprite who rides a hummingbird masterfully through the skies. It looks really cool, but since sprites already have wings, it's kind of frowned upon, more like the tasteless Grace, if you ask me. Erin oh. <laughs> G, master of the banishment spell. Despite the limitless potential of this spell, Erin mostly uses it to clean out septic tanks for their dad's plumbing business. Hey, it's a living. Eric B., the world's sexiest honey goblin. Let's just say honey isn't the only thing they can get. <laughs> a lot. Jory S., <laughs> the only extroverted winter eladrin. Jory has done bar trivia alone more times than they can count. Oh, tragic. <laughs> Alucard. Unless you win, then that's fucking awful. Yeah, Alucard, a reverse Dracula who hates blood, only comes out during the day and can turn into a sugar glider <laughs> at will, which is pretty cute. <laughs> Baby Doc, an incredibly skilled nine-month-old surgeon. Currently starring in a stage play about the trials and tribulations of a group of upstart infant doctors called Squubs. They're an actor too. Yeah. Adam H. Balnor's evil twin who doesn't have a mustache and who hates tuna fish. They're an egg salad stand though, through and through. <gasps> Kyle McHugh, a cool ferret that rides a tiny moped? Ha! Huh? What? <laughs> Only in the Feywild, am I right, fellas? <laughs> Colin G., Ulfgar's anger management counselor, taught Ulfgar how to control his rage by taking all of it out on Colin and then never speaking about his feelings ever again. Lock it up. Ryan, Hard One's Ram, found a hot spring deep in the tundra of Frostwind and has been chilling there ever since. It's too cold to leave the spring, so now Ryan's stuck waiting for someone to bring them a towel. I'm coming. <laughs> Big Buck wields a bright orange blunderbuss and always have has perfect sights on their enemies. Very cool. Richard F., an evil leprechaun, gruesomely murdered by an angry troll, immediately reincarnated as a free fairy who was immediately murdered by the same troll. Taylor S., a.k.a. Trast, a barbarian who's re who is resistant to all damage but that from a self-inflicting wound. That's right, Trast struggles with insecurity and doubt, but they shouldn't. Trast is awesome. That's right, Trast. John W.G., the philanthropic rogue who uses their sneak attack to make sure their barista never sees them give a tip. John doesn't do it for the record 
recognition. Choi and Mixi uses the bodies of their dead foes as a shield and as a table and as a doorstop. Troy just doesn't have a lot of stuff. They're really resourceful. <laughs> Cannibalistic Cthulhu started 2019 on a plant-based diet. Is very into beyond human beef these days. It is gamey as hell, just like real people. Hell Sam yeah. L, a goat man who is asexual and not really into the whole blood horniness thing. Sam prefers the simpler pleasures in life like a good book or a complex wine. Mm, who doesn't? Jim Jam Flim Flam, a one-man traveling oh. band who loves to read Ayn Rand. <laughs> That's right. The free fairies love this guy. Dumb R, Maddie Biggrit's childhood dog, whose ferocious loyalty is absolutely who Maddie was channeling when he had his famous crit. Matt H, the newly installed Troll King, currently being attacked by someone else, came in claiming to be the Troll King. Now wait, they're being attacked. Josh S, the revived cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Cyborg Josh's butt is a bit smaller, but it's titanium and it's just as strong. Blitzbrig Dimitri, the Kinku King. The first Kinku to break Reva's heart, but not the last. Caleb Storm, the love child of Cord himself. Caleb wants nothing more than to make their father proud and aspires to one day become a <laughs> giant goblet of mead. Andrew A., a high-level priest who annulled Beverly the Fourth's marriage, but don't tell young Beverly. <laughs> Wait, what? James G., a centaur who has the head of a horse but the body of a man, but the human body does have a horse dick. Nice. nice. Good, good. It's good that that happened. Ouch. Matt Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia. Currently filming a rom-com about a large bearded man who falls in love with a brilliant awoken possum. <gasps> Matt L. has one giant bicep and one regular sized bicep, but they're so good with their sword that they wield the blade with their weaker arm and only use a strong one to flip people off. Mm. Targot, owner and proprietor of Bohemia's <laughs> beloved general store, Targot. Check out their new merino wool line made entirely from rams who volunteer their fur and aren't killed by anyone. Like Ryan. Uh, Mike H., the lord of the high tower of Old Town in Westeros, finds Bohemia quaint by comparison. Kevin S., the biggest rock in Bohemia. Not a mountain, not a boulder. <laughs> Just a fucking huge rock, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Who wrote that? You're fired. That was Jake. <laughs> Jake. Well, we were with Jake. Go he take a like, laugh. I, I, I was on the couch when he got Jake's not allowed to read another one. You guys one. knew that one. We only have a few left. Jake's not allowed to read anymore. I want to read one. Surprise Ranger, a rogue ranger who surprises their foes with anger. Now that's danger. <laughs> Triple, most what? abs in Bohemia. Triple has a 48 pack of abs. Sick. <laughs> Garrett M. rides two dragons like water skis, but instead of skiing on water, they ski on fire and it's just so fucking badass. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jake. You want to take us out? Yeah, let's um, let's go out with um, just honoring Kevin S., the biggest rock in Bohemia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Thank you, Kevin S. Good Thank night. you to all of our patrons, uh, everybody at uh, our Council of Elders, everybody for listening to the show. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod uh, to listen to the short rest, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Just a freaking huge rock. So big. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>